Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Music Mixdown. My name is Marley, and today I'm going to be talking about Miski's brand new album, The Land is Inhospitable and So Are We. So this is Mitski's seventh studio album, and it came out on September 15th. So I've been able to sit with it for a couple weeks now, and I'm going to give you my review of it. This album includes 11 tracks and has a runtime of 32 minutes. So it's on the shorter side, but I think that works for this album and Mitski's type of music because her music usually tends to be very heavy. So having a shorter runtime is beneficial in this case, I think. So overall... My basic quick thoughts on the album is I like it. It's not like an overwhelming great for me. I feel like there's been a lot of great albums released this year, so it's hard to compete with those, but it's definitely a really good album. There was nothing about it really hated or didn't really even like. All the songs I liked, some I really liked, but overall the album as a whole was not like... It wouldn't be in like my top three albums released this year. But it would be, it's one of, it's, it's a good album. So now we're going to talk about each track individually. If you know anything about Mitski, you know she writes very sad music and she writes really good lyrics. So a lot of what I'm going to be talking about here is the lyrics because I just think she can put feelings so beautifully into words. And I really saw a lot of great standout lyrics in this album. So the first track is Bug Like an Angel. And this was the lead single. I think it's like an interesting choice for a lead single. There are some other ones on here that I think I would have chosen personally, but again, I usually tend not to love a lead single from an album. They usually tend to be one of my least favorite songs. I usually tend to like the deeper cuts on albums. I don't know why, it's just something I do. So I'm not surprised that this isn't one of my favorites on the album, and it's the lead single. It kind of works with my track record. Um, Like I said, I don't love the song, It's not a super strong opening, I think. But then again, it's Mitski, and her stuff is never really super strong, and that's not a critique. It's very... Her music almost feels quiet, like the way she sings and the way she speaks and the way she writes. It seems very quiet, and I think that's intentional. I think it's smart. But this just seems like not a super strong opening. And I do like the song. It's just definitely not one of my favorites on the album, probably more towards the bottom. The next song is Buffalo Replaced. This one I really enjoyed. It reminds me of some other Mitski songs, and that's not a critique, because it's different enough. It's It still feels like a new, fresh song, but you do feel like you're listening to Mitski. It actually really reminded me of Washing Machine Heart. The beat of it was very similar to Washing Machine Heart, I feel, and the way the song kind of moved felt a lot like Washing Machine Heart, which happens to be one of my favorite Mitski songs. So no surprise that this song I really like. Next song is Heaven, and this one is one that I wrote a lyric down for. The lyric is, now I bend like a willow, thinking of you like a murmuring brook, curving about you as I sip of the rest of your coffee, you left a kiss left of you. I just think that lyric is so beautiful. The way she describes feelings that are so simple in such a beautiful way is just, I love that about her. And I feel like this is a great example of that. And she, there's so many more examples of this in this album. And I I'm going to talk about a lot of them just because her lyricism and storytelling and the way she conveys emotion is one of my favorite things about her. And Heaven kind of reminded me of a choir song, not like not in a bad way. Like when I was in high school, I was in choir and I feel like we would have sung this song. It just sounded very much like a choir song. And I feel like that was intentional, you know, being called Heaven, choir, they kind of go together. There was a lot of like 
backing vocals, a lot of like layered notes and harmonizing, which I really enjoyed. The next song is I Don't Like My Mind. This song, I've been seeing this song like all over TikTok, people talking about it. They're like, why'd you have to release the song? It's so sad. I can relate to it so much, which I feel like a lot of Mitski's music is very relatable. So the lyric I really like in this song, and that also the one I've seen a lot of people talking about, is, so yeah, I blast music loud, and I work myself to the bone, and on an inconvenient Christmas, I eat a cake, a whole cake all for me. And the way she sings that line is so beautiful. She's like, it feels like she's yelling it without, like, actually screaming. It's just so good. This is definitely, if you're only going to listen to one song from this album, I feel like you should listen to this one. I think this one was my favorite. It's very classic Mitski. It's very, very sad. And her voice when she's sustaining the notes in this song is just so beautiful. She is really good at, like I said, good at conveying motion through lyrics, but also in the way she sings. And this is a great example of that. The next song is The Deal. I also, no shock, wrote down another lyric from this one. Most of them have lyrics written down. The lyric I really like from this one is, I want someone to take this soul. I can't bear to keep it. I'd give it just to give. Which, ugh, punch to the gut. <laughs> it's so sad, but like the way she writes it so well. I mean, I keep saying this, but it's so true. She just writes these emotions so beautifully. And this line specifically, she sang it so beautifully. It was like different than the rest of the song. But I feel like she really wanted you to hear this lyric and she sang it differently it wasn't like an annoying difference. It was just very beautiful. The next song is When Memories Snow. So the lyric I wrote down from When Memories Snow is, and if I break, could I go on break? Which like seems so simple when you first hear it, but when you think about it more, you start to understand the meaning a little more. And I think I just really like the way she wrote that. And this song had a really big booming end. And I usually like that in songs. I like it when they start really slow and end up like, very loud, especially when it's like a song with an emotion that works for that. And she did that very well in this song. The next song is My Love, Mine All Mine. So the lyric I wrote down from this one is, my baby here on earth showed me what my heart was worth. So when it comes to be my turn, could you shine it down here for her? I think that's beautiful. It's a very sweet way to talk about someone that you love. And I think like this doesn't have to be romantic feelings. I feel like this could apply to friends, family, a partner. Like, I think it's just a beautiful way to explain how someone gave you so much and you want to give it back to them. This song was very, like, soft. And I also, I wrote down that it feels intergalactic. I don't really know, like, how to describe that. But, like, the production of it feels very spacey. And I just really liked that. I think it was really cool and it was a little change from the rest of the songs. So it stood out to me. The next song is The Frost. This song has my favorite lyric from this album. The lyric is, you're my best friend. Now I have no one to tell how I lost my best friend. It's so good. It's so simple, but it's so good. I feel like a lot of people can relate to like losing a best friend and then not knowing like who to tell things to. And I just really like that she wrote about this emotion. Like, especially because, you know, when you lose a friend, you want to tell your best friend. But, like, who, who do you tell when you lose your best friend? The next song is Star. The lyric I wrote down from this one is, You know I'd always been alone till you taught me to live for somebody. 
I think that's a great lyric. Again, I keep saying this, but she's just so good writing lyrics. Other than like that lyric, I don't really have anything to say about this one. It didn't stick in my mind that much. Like uh, some of them, I like kept thinking about and like remembered really well. But Star was one that I was like, oh, what did that one sound like? So that one's a little more forgettable to me. So the next song is I'm Your Man. I really liked this song. I actually wrote down two lyrics from this song that I really enjoyed. One is, one day you'll figure me out and I'll meet judgment by the hounds. You believe me like a god, I betray you like a man. This song has a lot of like dog references in it. One of the lyrics I included mentions hounds. There's many others that talk about dogs in this song. And when I was like first listening to this song, I was following along with the lyrics and I noticed that we were almost out of lyrics and there was still like half the song left. So I was really excited to see how it was going to end. And it was so beautiful. It starts in this beautiful like instrumental moment and then it continues that and it gets louder. But there's like dogs barking in the background, different dogs barking different ways that continues for the rest of the song. And I think that was a great choice this album as a whole has quite a few dog references I've noticed and this song has a lot of them and I was not expecting the barking dogs I think that was a great production element that they added in there and I think it works really really well in my opinion I think this would have been a great closing song for the album because the ending was so strong when I finished the song I felt satisfied with the album and I knew there was still one more left And I was a little disappointed that the album doesn't end off with that beautiful instrumental with the dogs. I just think it would have been a great ending. So I I was a little disappointed that it wasn't ending there, but I can forgive it because I just love the song. And I think putting it second to last was beneficial. If it was in the middle or the beginning, I don't think it would have made sense with how the song ends. It's like really wrapping up the ideas of the album. And finally, I Love Me After You. I didn't write down any lyrics from this song. I mean, they were good, don't get me wrong, but none stood out to me. And I just really said this feels like a hopeful end to the album. Like, I think I'm Your Man would have been such a stronger ending, but I Love Me After You is more hopeful. So leaving the album on sort of a hopeful, happier note than the heaviness of the rest of the album, I think was also very beneficial and makes sense. So I see why this song was last, but I just can't get over the ending and the outro of I'm Your Man. I just think it was so beautiful. So my top three, I feel like one is obvious the way I've been talking about it, but my top three are Buffalo Replaced, I Don't Like My Mind, and I'm Your Man. I don't know if I'm Your Man would be my top, top favorite because some of the lyrics and the other two I really enjoyed, but just the outro just makes it so good. I actually had another song like I was writing my favorites as I was going through and I had another song that I thought for sure would be my top three and I'm your man overtook it I had the frost up there because of the you're my best friend now I've no one to tell how I lost my best friend lyric so how this album compares to her other albums it's good for sure but it's not my favorite album of hers be the cowboy puberty 2 and bury me at makeout creek I think those three albums are fantastic and so many of her other albums are. This one's definitely not 
my least favorite album of hers, but it's not obviously not in my top three. Probably in my top five. It's either six or five, I think. I really like it'll probably grow on me. Albums usually tend to grow on me as I listen to them more, which is why I wanted to wait a little bit to give this review because I like to have some time in between them. Now, do I recommend this album? Yes and no. I recommend it to some people. Mitski's not an artist that everyone's going to love. Like, if you hate sad music, you're not going to like Mitski. Her music's very heavy. It's very sad. And I wouldn't recommend you listen to it because I don't think you're going to like it. If you love sad music, definitely listen to her. If you're a casual Mitski fan and haven't checked out the new album yet, definitely check it out. It's a great addition to her discography. But if you're not a fan of sad music or alternative indie music, you're probably not going to like this album. It's a great album if you like those things. But if you don't, I don't see why you would like it because it fits into those genres so well. If you haven't listened to the album yet and you think you would enjoy it, I would highly recommend you listen to it. If you don't listen to the whole album, I totally recommend listening to the three that I talked about, Buffalo Replaced, I Don't Like My Mind, and I'm Your Man. If you're only going to listen to one, listen to I'm Your Man. You need to hear that outro. I think it's beautiful. But that's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Music Mixdown.